0: Life Audio. The Bible Study Podcast, episode 844. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues the study of the book of Psalms with chapter 107. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. We're in Psalm 107 today, but first, a word from our sponsor. Psalm 107 starts the fifth and final book of the book of Psalms. And I guess because I'm doing Psalm 107, I've decided that I'm going to carry on and push through Psalms, which means that I'm committed to most of the rest of this year and next year will be in Psalms, but then we'll have wrapped up Psalms. Psalm 107, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His love endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord tell their story. Those he redeemed from the hand of the foe, those he gathered from the lands from east and west, from north and south. Some wandered in desert wastelands, finding no way to a city where they could settle. They were hungry and thirsty, and their lives ebbed away. Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them from their distress. He led them by a straight way to a city where they could settle. Let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for mankind. He satisfies the thirsty and fills the hungry with good things. Some sat in darkness, in utter darkness, prisoners suffering in iron chains, because they rebelled against God's commands and despised the plans of the Most High. So he subjected them to bitter labor. They stumbled, and there was no one to help Then they cried to the Lord in their distress, and he saved them from their distress. He brought them out of darkness, the utter darkness, and broke away their chains. Let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for mankind. For he breaks down gates of bronze and cuts through bars of iron." Some became fools through their rebellious ways and suffered affliction because of their iniquities. They loathed all food and drew near the gates of death. They cried to the Lord in their trouble, and he saved them from their distress. He sent out his words and healed them. He rescued them from the grave. Let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for mankind. Let them sacrifice, thank offerings, and tell of his works with Songs of joy. Some went out on the sea in ships. They were merchants on the mighty waters. They saw the works of the Lord, his wonderful deeds in the deep. For he spoke and stirred up a tempest that lifted high the waves. They mounted up to the heavens and went down to the depths. In their peril, their courage melted away. They reeled and staggered like drunkards. They were at their wits' end. Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble and he brought them out of their distress. He stilled the storm to a whisper. The waves of the sea were hushed. They were glad when it grew calm, and he guided them to their desired haven. Let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for mankind. Let them exalt him in the assembly of the people and praise him in the council of the elders. He turned rivers into a desert, flowing springs into thirsty ground, and fruitful land into a salt waste, because of the wickedness of those who lived there. He turned the desert into pools of water, and the parched ground into flowing springs. There he brought the hungry to live, and they found a city where they could settle. They sowed fields and planted vineyards that yielded a fruitful harvest. He blessed them, and their numbers greatly increased, and he did not let their herds diminish. Then their numbers decreased and they were humbled by oppression, calamity, and sorrow. He who pours contempt on nobles made them wander in a trackless waste, but he lifted the needy out of their affliction and increased their families like flocks, the upright see and rejoice, but all the wicked shut their mouths. Let the one who is wise heed these things and ponder the loving deeds of the Lord." You know, sometimes when we're studying the books here, the chapters here in the Book of Psalms, it can be easy to forget that these were written as songs. But I one of the things I like here about Psalm 107 is that you can see that pattern here, that refrain that happens every 7 verses or so here with let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for mankind. It keeps coming up again and again. And so it's talking about God and his people, and we're thanking God for he is good and his love endures forever. And again, when we talk about God's love enduring forever, one of the reasons that that's good news is that we screw up, that we don't always do the right thing. And so it's helpful to us that God is a loving and merciful God. And so as we tell this story here of God and his people in these verses, the you would notice that a number of them, the people were in a bad way, and they were in a bad way because of what they had done, because they had rebelled against God's commands. But that's not the story of all of them. So we get a number of different kind of stanzas of this song, if you will. So the first stanza is the shortest one. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His love endures forever. And the second one is the second shortest. Let the redeemed of the Lord tell their story. Those he redeemed from the hand of the foe, those he gathered from the lands from east and west, from north and south. So tell your story. Let the redeemed of the Lord, let those who God went out and paid the cost to bring them out of bondage. Now, if you're an Old Testament person, as you think about the cost being paid to bring you out of bondage, you probably think of the bondage in Egypt and you think of God leading them out there. As we think about this as New Testament people being redeemed, we think more of the cost that was paid in the blood of Jesus to redeem us out of spiritual bondage. But both of these things can be seen in these verses here. And then he gathered them for lands from east and west and from north and south. And one of the things that that's good a reminder for us as the people of God is that God has people all over the world. One of the things that I see that's going on here in as the time of recording this is we have this terrible war that's going on in Israel and Gaza. And one of the things that is interesting to me is that so many people, when they hear Palestinians, assume that Palestinians are Islamic, and certainly many of them are. But there is also, and has been for centuries and millennia, a Christian presence in Palestine, and then later on in the dispersed people of Palestine. And there are Christians in many places where you wouldn't expect them. Old Christian communities in places where you wouldn't think necessarily that Christians were there. And so God has people all over the place, and he is gathering his people. And then the third stanza here, some wandered in the desert wastelands, finding no way to a city they could settle. They were hungry and thirsty, their lives ebbed away, and they called out to the Lord in their distress, and he delivered them and led them to a city where they could settle. And then again, let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for mankind, for he satisfies the thirsty and fills the hungry with good things. Now, this third stanza here doesn't talk about that they had done anything wrong. They were just people who were hungry and thirsty and were homeless. They were wandering. And these could be people, in our days, there are many, 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 many people who are these people. There are people who are migrants who are walking up from Central America to the U.S. There are people who are getting on rickety boats and going from Africa up to Europe because they're looking for something more stable than when they're coming from. There are migrants who have come from Syria. There are right now are migrants, obviously, who have been displaced from Gaza. There's all over the world right now at this time, there are all sorts of people who are wandering, who are hungry and thirsty, and their lives are ebbing away. And so this is the kind of situation that this psalm is talking about, people who are looking for a place to call home. And then the fourth stanza here, here we get their prisoners, they're in chains, they're in utter darkness because they're in utter darkness because they rebelled against God commands, because they despise the plans of the Most High. So these people in this stanza, we could say deserve what they got, but God shows them love. So they're submitted to bitter labor, they're stumbling, there's no one to help, and then they Remember? And then they cry out to God and they cry out to the Lord in their trouble and he saves them and brings them out of darkness into light and breaks their chains and let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for mankind who breaks down gates of bronze and, and cuts through bars of iron. This is something that speaks to me as someone who spent so many years in prison ministry. Usually, I would say most of the people that I have ministered to in prison were there because of what they did. And I don't think that if you ask them, were you rebelling against God, they would say, well, yes, sure, that's what I was doing. And yet they were clearly breaking the law. And quite often they were heading in directions that were not the directions that God would want them to do, which is why they were breaking the law. And so certainly I saw people who in that despair, not in chains, fortunately, would look up and would see God because they were in a situation that caused them to change their points of view and to reevaluate the decisions they had made. And then again, the next stanza here, we've got fools, fools through their rebellious ways they're suffering affliction because of their iniquity. So, again, these are people who are doing foolish things. Now, I don't know about you. I have sometimes done foolish things. I am not always the wise person I want to be, or throughout my life, I haven't always been the wise person I want to be. But these people are getting so foolish they're loathing all food and drawing near the gates of death. But fortunately, at that point, they cry to the Lord in their trouble. And he saves them from their distress. And that again is this theme that we see is that God is acting upon the cries of his people. His people, who include people who are wandering, his people who include people who've done wrong, his people who sometimes are just plain foolish. Let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for mankind. Let them sacrifice thank offerings and tell of his works with songs of joy. Again, we get that call to tell what God has done, to tell our stories. And then we get the people who are out on the sea and ships. And this may sound familiar to some of you, someone out on the sea and ships. They were merchants on the mighty waters who saw the works of the Lord, his wonderful deeds in the deep. He stirs up a tempest and lifts high the wave and their courage melts away. They reeled and staggered like drunkards. They were at their wits end. They cried out to the Lord in their trouble and he brought them out of their distress. He stilled the storm to a whisper and the waves were hushed and then it grew calm and he guided them to their desired haven. And so these people were out doing shipping business. It doesn't sound like they had done anything particularly wrong, but they were in trouble and they were in distress If you think about it, at the time that this is written, when you sailed through the Mediterranean, you tried not to sail at all in winter because storms would come up. And you also always, almost always sailed close to land if you could. This wasn't the age of open ocean sailing. It was sail close to land and be ready to get back in the harbor whenever you can. And yet sometimes you get stuck out there and you cry out to God. God when things look so dire. And I love that they head to their desired haven, not just a harbor, but a haven, a safe place, a place of rest, a place of safety. And hopefully if you have gone through a difficult time or are going through a difficult time, whether physically or whether spiritually, that God will guide you to your desired haven. To a place that is safe. Let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for mankind. Let them exalt in the assembly of the people and praise him in the council of the elders. And then we have people who are out in rivers turned into deserts and strings turned into thirsty ground and fruitful land into salt waste, so we see the the land withering and dying in the first part of this stanza because of the wickedness of those who live there. So again, there are consequences to our actions. But God is turning deserts then again back into pools and parched grounds into flowing springs and bringing the hungry to live and founded a city where they could settle. Again, people who were looking for a safe place, people who were looking for home. Sowing fields and planting vineyards and fruitful harvests, and he blesses them and increases their numbers greatly and did not let their herds diminish. Now, that is something that may sound a little funny to you and I, but we are not necessarily, all of us, herding people the, as so many of the people of Israel were. But that would be something fairly important, that your herds not diminishing, and then also that God is blessing these people and increasing their families like flocks. Their numbers decreased, and they were humbled by oppression and calamity and sorrow, He poured out contempts on the nobles and makes them wandered in trackless ways, but lifts the needy out of their afflictions. That God doesn't value what we value. God doesn't value more the person who is more popular, the person who gets more votes, the person who gets more likes, the person who gets more awards, the person who has a higher rank, the person who has literally a noble title, God does not value them more. And God sees beyond those titles or likes or votes or whatever it is at our hearts and values different things. He's lifting those who are wandering in a trackless waste, trackless waste, hard to say, out of their affliction and increasing their families like flocks. The upright see and rejoice, but the wicked shut their mouths. Let the one who is wise heed these things and ponder the loving deeds of the Lord. So it says, if you see these things, if you see how God is acting in all of these places with all of these people, ponder them, think about them, and heed these things. Learn from them and act accordingly. We worship a loving God who loves you and loves me, even when we're foolish, even when we're wrong, even when we're lost, even when we're just at sea, even when we're dry and barren places. I pray that you would find your way to a haven this week. With that, we're going to end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have any questions, send an email to host at the dot com or better yet, leave a comment on this episode at the dot com and thanks so much for listening. I want to take just a second to thank the team at Life Audio for their partnership with us on this podcast. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you'll find dozens of other faith-centered podcasts in their network. They've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and more. No matter what you're going through, you are not alone. Sis, if you've experienced pain in your father-daughter relationship, I want you to know that you are loved and seen. I'm Kia Stevens, host of the Hope for Women with Father Wounds podcast, and I created my show to help you exchange your father wounds for the love of God the Father. Join me for encouragement, wisdom, and scripture. Just search Hope for Women with Father Wounds on lifeaudio.com or wherever you get your podcast.